This is episode 228 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel. I'm on my X-Wing is still X-Wing soapbox, Manzano. I am so fed up with people saying like, in the new world, in the new X-Wing, in the new this, in the new that. It's still the same X-Wing. It's still the same everything. It's just like one rule change. Get over it. It's X-Wing. Always has been. All right. Will, all remaining systems will bow to the first order and will remember this as the last day of your tokens. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it got him. Uh, yeah, jam, jam, sweet for life. Look out! Oh, the throat. Ah, I'll try. <laughs> and Ryan, mixed feelings. Stanazuski. Oh, it's it's new points, new horizons. Some some of my generics got hurt, and I'm and but but there's no new hyperspace. Ah, what do mixed feelings all around? All right, so for those of you who are joining us, listening either on their your favorite podcast app of choice or later on YouTube, or maybe you're watching live on Twitch uh, today, our episode is brought to you by our GSP patrons. If you want to become a patron and become a part of the largest group of supporters here at GSP, go to patreon.com slash gold squadron. You have three days left to get your hands on the Shadow Squadron cards that we uh, we made for our patrons. Three days left. They're absolutely awesome. You can check them out on our Patreon page and take, uh, see some pictures. And uh, super excited to get those in the hands of our patrons. Also, we have this upcoming weekend, the Hoth Galactic Championship Qualifier. It is a hyperspace event. The new points are legal. Bids do not matter. And we are randomizing first player order. All right. We're going full progressive with the tournament rules here at GSP. And we'll continue to do so as we get that information. Today, we're looking at the two sequel factions that got new stuff and of course the other changes on how they are going to end up affecting the future meta super excited to break these down um i haven't decided which one goes first um you got um but we'll go ahead and flip a coin gonna flip a coin i mean you already got resistance pulled up resistance so. <laughs> all right so will you're gonna go ahead and take the lead on this all let's right. talk some resistance all right. Yeah, I'll need uh, uh, some help. Uh, uh, or I should rephrase that. I want to hear your guys' opinions um, on the, the new Y-Wings as well. Um, uh, but let's jump right into it. Uh, with the new Y-Wings, uh, we got the I-5 Zori Bliss at 40, uh, Taz, which I believe is the I-4. Uh, yeah, Taz is the I-4 who gives a reroll effect to friendlies. And then uh, that's at 37. Uh, Willa, uh, Wilsa is the other I-4 uh, who applies strain. And then Sasha and Lega, now about as bad as Marcel on these. Uh, <laughs> Sasha and Lega are the I-3s um, who have fun things with calculating um, let's see, Akbar 
Now, Akbar is the one I did want to talk about. I'm gonna, I'm just doing a general thing. I'm gonna go back over these in a second, but uh, Ak, Ak, oh my God, Akbar is an interesting one I wanted to touch on for a moment uh, because it is an I2, but is one of the more expensive ones. Um, the ability reads, after you execute a red basic maneuver, so it's gonna be four forward or hard three on this platform, or perform a red action, which could be target lock, barrel roll, boost, or even a red evade action if you got debris gambit. If you have exactly one stress token, you may gain one strain token to remove that stress. So this is why I wanted to bounce to you guys about this one, because uh, I think it is uh, potentially very powerful because of the upgrade pattern analyzer. Um, oh, let me get out of hyperspace. <laughs> Sorry, in my list building here. So pattern analyzer combines with that, great. So you do the hard three or the four forward and you're, you can take the panel analyzer action and then you take a strain and can do your regular action step. Uh, what does that, and, and even if you say you have uh, engine upgrade on this guy, you could four forward focus, or yeah, four forward focus, because it's naturally white, and then you could uh, take this strain and boost with an engine upgrade. Is What, what do you guys think about that? It's a lot of actions for sure. Low initiative, so it's not too bad, but I think it is costed higher for the reason of you have pattern analyzer on it and you have the intuitive interface. There's an easy chance for three actions on the single ship at the cost of one strain and not even a stress. Yeah, which means nothing because you have one agility anyway, so who cares? Yeah, like I'm, I'm a Y-Wing. I'll, I'll take damage, whatever. Yeah, right. Um, I, uh, does it so, want the wartime loadout, or does it? Ah, uh, see, that's that's the biggest question of all, Marcel. <laughs> yeah, I too. You, 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 you get a no, but the, the, it's if like, you want to shoot a the missile. ability. Yeah, the mm -hmm. ability is more like K turn. Like it's, it's well, K turn uh, doesn't work with it. It has to be a red basic maneuver. So it needs to be, yep. and K turn is not a basic. Okay. That was one of the first words that deterred me from looking at this and immediately start putting it in every list possible because of <laughs> yeah. 5k mm -hmm. with pattern analyzer and not and not getting stressed seemed pretty good. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so this is uh like I said, I mean all of these Y wings have abilities to either uh, give rerolls, get free calculates, pass a calculate to somebody. So they are like very modifier intensive, which is good to see on uh, an attack platform of only one agility. So we'll be interested. And Marcel, you brought up the best question of all, um, which is wartime or no wartime? Because uh, you do lose that intuitive interface, which is their base chassis ability. After you perform an action anti-action bar by a talent, elicit, or, in, or I was going to say engine upgrade, a modification, uh, you get to perform a calculate action. So primarily looking at targeting computer uh, for white locks into calculates, um, engine upgrade for white boost into uh, calculates. You obviously have uh, uh, expert handling, so you can get a white barrel roll. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but there is no elicits that are actions added to your action bar. Nope. Okay. No. So that's future proofing for right now. 
but I think I covered all of those, uh, except for debris gambit. If you are next to an obstacle, you can do a white evade action. Wait, illicit? Yes. Yeah, it's you're a, gonna say uh, cloaking device, but I'm gonna say that's not on your action bar. It doesn't oh, okay. give you. It it allows you to do a cloaking action with specific uh, restrictions on the card, but it doesn't actually give you an action bar added on with the cloaking icon. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's we. It is the one we are uh, thinking would work for a long time, but it does not. All right. So. Uh, let me run through the rest of these pilots here. Um, I went through, uh, oh, I want to mention the other I-2, uh, which is uh, a pilot we've seen recently released in the T-70, uh, Kai. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, I'm not hearing a lot of disagreement from Kai. Kai Theranali. I'll go with that. That's first. Sure. Sure. Um, and this is, it has the ability to after you perform, after you fully execute a maneuver, if you move through a friendly ship, you may perform an evade action. So um, not really like a lot of synergy there, but evade is always good. Um, so those are the more pricier ones. The, the lesser two, or excuse me, I think the only one I didn't cover then was Chorus Kalim. Uh, which allows you to, before you engage, um, you can basically steal a token from somebody, um, but it's only I-1. Very powerful if you have like swarm tactics or something, or if you just want to steal a calculate from a buddy. Very good. Um, interesting Then that's the only I-1 in this chassis. Uh, as a note, uh, only importance document says it because it does it didn't change um, in the tracking. Uh, but there is a big difference between whether you're the blue or the red Y-wing, uh, between whether you have an illicit or you have double modifications. So we see like Zori has illicit and mod, and so does I believe uh, Chorus also has a single mod and a, an illicit and then the Spice Runner as well. So those are all uh, the ones with the licits, and then you have all of the rest of them just have double modifications instead. All right, so now I'm breaking them down for a second for those who haven't really been diving deep into them. Let's bring up Wartime Loadout, uh, which starts at four points. Uh, I do wanna talk about Wartime Loadout, because then we're gonna get into the conversation of whether you bring Wartime Loadout or not. Or I, I, I want to hear your guys' opinions on it. So Wartime Loadout uh, takes away that free calculate shenanigans, uh, gives you torpedo and missile. It gives you white target lock, white reload, does take your uh, modification slot in addition to the configuration. But instead of the free calculate stuff, you have now the ability uh, to where the defenders in your bullseye cannot cancel your critical results. Um, and the main thing, I don't know if I said it, because there's a lot of things going on with it, but it gives you two shields as well, going from seven to nine, which I believe is the most health of a small base in the game right now. Yep. Pretty crazy. Um, you could even boost that up to 10 because a lot of these have double mod slots. So obviously there's some synergy if you bring like marksmanship, if you want to rock uh, proton torpedoes as well. It's another way to get some crits, advanced proton torpedoes. Pretty easy to get somebody range one in your bullseye. 
Um, but what, so I want to bounce this one to you guys. What, what are you thinking about? Are you trying to go for the extra actions with the calculate or are you trying to bring the wartime loadout? Which do you think we'll see rise to the top? I think the wartime loadout because um, the other ones, in order to get take advantage of the actions, you're throwing extra points on the upgrades as well, whether it's expert handling or engine upgrade or whatever it is. So you're already throwing extra points on there in order to do that. And you're doing it essentially to give yourself a, a, a double modded. Uh, so you're going through a lot to get a double modded either ion cannon I mean, ion turret shot or a double modded two die attack from your primary because you don't have the um, the the torpedo, mm -hmm. I believe, or you don't you don't have the ordnance. So Correct. it's 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 a lot. Yeah, it's nice to have a double modded shot on a one agility sh ship that only has seven hull that is on is not shooting any ordnance. Maybe just dropping a bomb. Uh, this gives you the two shields. Two shields just by themselves again on one agility ship. If I'm not mistaken, it's three points each. Maybe more? Five? Yeah. Three. No, they're four points for shield. Okay. So that's eight points on shields alone. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you get in the white target lock, which is the targeting computer equivalent. You're getting the torpedo in, in the other slot. And then on top of that, if you want to get that ability from the uh, from their native ability, you've got the Watchman Droid or whatever it is. Basically, the one that if you change the Watchful the Astromech. Thank you. So the, you can still get, you know, guarantee that when you move your turret, you're getting your calculate through through that upgrade. Mm -hmm. So. Again, it's more expensive because you're, if you're doing this way, you're probably loading some type of ordinance on it. But how many of these have EPTs, uh, elite pilot talents? Um, because I'm um, all of them except let's the, see, the, the Kimji Spice Runner. Kimji Spice Runner doesn't have it. Chorus, the uh, the the Palab Light, mm -hmm. uh, Shaza, and Wilsa. Okay. So that's marksmanship on any of those. So you can throw some, just any. You don't have to worry about what type of, um, or ordnance. You don't have to put an advanced proton torpedo or proton torpedo on those. So you can get a cheaper uh, um, missile on there, or yeah, cheaper missile on there, and it'll still not be able to cancel the crits. So anyway, I just think it's way too much value in the wartime loadout for just four points. Well, that's, I'm going to, I got to bounce it to you, Ryan. Where is the advantage of the in, intuitive controls? Intuitive interface. Interface. I mean, it's it's allowing, because most of the time, every Y-Wing we've ever played with has gotten one action ever in its normal action step. Uh, this is the first type of uh, ability that has allowed it to gain two without any uh, outside additional ship synergies. So built-in chassis is realistically one of the better base chassis abilities in the game is giving you the chance for double mods which is pretty rare as a, yep. as a chassis obviously the problem that occurs is this is a seven health only one agility small base ship so you don't have the normal y-wing eight and obviously as marcel already mentioned four points for just gaining two whole shields is dirt cheap 
Like that is a steal in in overall HP value. I wasn't expecting wartime loadout to be that cheap, to be quite honest. Um, and I think actually most of the prices for the base Y wings are a little more than I expected, especially the the base generic at thirty one, because every other Y wing generic is either I think twenty nine or thirty. And this has less health than all of the other ones. While, as I mentioned, having one of the best chassis abilities in the game, I think. So it's a balance. We'll have to see how it works. The problem is everything I've normally built out with these ships, they've come close to low-named T-70s like Bastion and Mimi. They're getting at like barely close to that just mid to low 40s where it's like, well, if I spend like two or three more points, I have Bastion or Nini. So maybe Wartime Loadout is the way to go because you might only bring one of these Y-Wings and just make it as much of an alpha strikey ship as possible, likely being Zori Bliss. I think Zori's a prime candidate for Wartime Loadout because I-5 torpedo carrying seems like a pretty good strategy when you can double mod from your friends. Um... So what likely shows up the most is probably wartime loadout, but not because it's in quantity, because it's in quality of what you're bringing. Even though intuitive interface on a mass level, if you have multiple of it, could have a better wide-ranging effect for your squad. One of the, one of the issues that I have, though, is what is the function of the Y-Wing in list building for the Resistance? Like, what what does it have... Okay, so it can carry torpedoes. We have an X-Wing that can do that. Or we have uh, X-Wings can do that. Um, I was really it, good at that. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. It has uh, a turret. Sure. I mean, the ion cannon is maybe... Maybe that's it. Like, ion cannon, if you want that in a list, is potentially where you end up getting some value. Um, but uh, other than that, like, I just... I don't see the value. Like we said, Zori seems interesting because she's a, a standalone ship. Uh, Aftab Akbar potentially could be something as like a, a resistance salad. My biggest issue, though, is you, you pointed it out, Ryan, is when you start kidding these out for them to be optimized, they start hitting that price. You're like, well, why don't, why don't I just have an RZ2A wing? Why don't I just have an X-wing? Yeah, it's especially when I'm trying to put together like Lega, Shaza, or Akbar, the named ones that <clears throat> for only two to three points over a generic is well worth that investment normally because the abilities are so good that by the time I kit them out with, say, engine or, or expert handling or targeting computer plus a turret that has, you know, at least dorsal, and I think I probably should have a bomb in there because it feels like I have to. I feel like right. I'm having some amount of utility for the ship to do something other than just shoot with double mods. Because there are quite a lot of T70s that could shoot really easily with double mods, being Nimi and Bastion, that are already 47 base. So it's like, where are they actually providing additional help that isn't already there in the overall firepower and modification that the resistance T70s have? And I think, like you mentioned, maybe the ion control with ion cannon turret and the bombs for that auto damage might add that certain level of, like, hurting 
that the T-70s only can do with their front firing arc just being, don't be here because I have double mods. And let's be real. I mean, they're in a faction where if they're getting up in that 40-point range, to your point, you're just going to take uh, T-70 because it's way better. And I mean, they're A-wing especially, at that especially point. Right? That's what I was going to say. If you're in the mid-30s, oh, yeah. if you're in the mid-30s range, then you're going to take an A-wing. Merle with Intimidation is way better than any of these. Yeah. Uh, Merle, Intimidation, and Automated Targeting Priority. And if you want to keep them base, dirt, cheap, like, uh, let's say, Shaza at, uh, you know, it's, it's native points, you're better off taking, you know, Finn or Rose with C-3PO. You know, there's... There's better options for all of these. They're not bad ships, and it's not you know nine hole is nothing to laugh you know laugh at. It's just that. Well, in, in the cases the, what we're talking about, it's it's only seven hull or seven health, which is what T seven already so, have yeah. with a whole other agility. Yeah, so they're just they're they're in a faction where they're just other things that are better than them, and even the transports are probably better than than them as support ships. So if you want a support ship, the transports will probably do a better job. Than they are, so they're. I think they're not that on arrival, but they're. Uh, they're. They don't give you the best value for their points when you look at the options that are available in the 40s and the 30s or in the 20s. Yeah, their their identity is going to struggle. Where like people when they list build with these are really going to have to find a reason to bring these Y wings, which is kind of unfortunate. Like it's a new ship you want to just play, which go ahead. This this is discovery I stage. Mean... You might find that reason. I mean, I think, I mean, dude, Zori, with whatever you want on her and wartime, like, do it up. Like, uh, I was rocking R4, wartime, ion, turret, and proton torpedo, a 63-point Y-wing that I laughed at. I was like, well, this is silly, but whatever. We'll figure it out. Um, until Zori is, like, boosting and barrel rolling before a dial, like, in reaction to people trying to move up and block her, like, Zori, Zori will do just fine in, like, I-5 Alpha Strikes, things like that. I'm just concerned about non-wartime loadout ones, uh, whether they have a place or not. I mean, I will say, after getting some table time with these things, the best thing about them is that boost. Oof, that really changes the ship uh, from flying, uh, like, uh, what do I say? just really like any interceptor class ship and then you move to like a b-wing or something right where you're just like oh man i'm literally half the speed as the other ship uh so these y-wings uh i think that's that's the best thing about them i mean the health is great but a lot of ships have a lot of health but uh a small base boosting turret i mean that sounds like a hawk to me so and you know i like that yeah, I mean, you're right about that. That's that's one thing we haven't mentioned is the value of that boost and the dial that's just better and pilots like Akbar that can do even more over the top of that. So them getting around and keeping those turrets threatening is much more applicable. Yeah, Akbar is su surprisingly quick with a 4-4 boost. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, we'll see what the elicits have to do um, with... Um, as far as what the best solicit for them is, obviously, uh, there's a lot of competition right now um, between like contraband cybernetics for those big 5Ks. You got false transponder codes because you like target locking. Um, 
And then the, the new overtune modulators where you can just get a bunch of calculates with those extra calculate synergies. I can see something on there. I haven't thought about a cloaking device one. Just flying around bombing? Maybe. That... Dang. I Dang. didn't think about a cloaking device on them either. <laughs> yeah. Who would? I don't know. I mean, that's, like I said, they're, they're kind of up in the air right now. But I think Marcel's something... not convinced. <laughs> no. No. Nah, give not. me Count Zubio with that better. I mean, well, yeah. I mean so, 29 so, so points. Like, so, like, well, hold on. Like, yeah. like you said, Akbar could is is strangely fast with that four straight what if you if you want to set up akbar behind enemy lines early two straight d cloak four straight oh, maneuver wow. boost <laughs> i'm behind um, you with an ion cannon turret now sir let me caveat that that only corbius the i1 who steals stuff the spice oh, winner right. generic akbar, and akbar zari that. bliss i mean but zari bliss d cloaking into range one of you to get a red focus token to hard two and behind you to take a lock. Yeah. Look yeah. out. Zori Bliss does not have to be friendly ship to perform that action. It could be from no. an enemy. Nope, nope, no. Nope. But uh, Dion, Dion, you got any final thoughts on the Y Wings? Yeah, we one, on? one of the things we were we actually were talking about in the pre show, and uh, Tommy Adams actually brought it up in the chat as well, is one of the things directly connected to this Y Wing is the fact that the cost of engine upgrade did go up from two to three. Mm, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So That's true. that limits some of the spammability with boosting turrets that you can have in the resistance. Because if it was still at two points. I, I think we end up having what, what would it end up being? Could you fit ion cannons in there? Five? No. I mean, you could fit five right now with ion cannon engine upgrade easily. Uh, you can even take the New Republics, the I3s, if you would want. You can take five of them right now. Is that a spam list that I particularly want to fight against? No, but I'm glad it's only four, not five Y Wings. Or, excuse me. I'm glad it's five. Five, not, five, not six. Six. And you get no bombs on them. That's just... Yeah, no bombs. And it's only five, and you'll probably lose one of them in, like, maybe not the first engagement, but pretty close mm -hmm. to it. I mean, that's... I think, to me, engine, white engine upgrade, or, you know what I'm trying to say, white boost mm -hmm. is the only reason I'm taking the intuitive interface to still get a calculate Y boost. Other than that, I'm not really sure. I don't know if... It has that much value. But we'll find out. I'm sure someone's got a secret sauce plan uh, with their lists, some sort of crazy salad combination. Oh, I'll be on the I'll, I'll be on the hunt for Hoth. Like I wanna I wanna oh, yeah. I wanna see you bring in some you bring in some weird Y wings. We're gonna put you on. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know what? I, I will I <laughs> I am willing if I'll, I'll put a limit on it. If you bring if somebody can can like Win four games or more with any Y-Wing not named Zori or Akbar, I, I, I will refund you your ticket. Okay? Ooh, like, like there, there's, a, there, there's, a, there's a challenge there. Like, because I, I'm just not convinced. I'm like, there's nothing there. There's nothing not, there. Not, not even the I-1 chorus that's kind of Paylob or, or Lega that's got that uh, re-rolls with friendly ships with calculates <laughs> in front of them. It becomes like convinced. a Rune Goldberg machine, though. You're spending points to do the thing, to get the thing to work. Yeah. I don't know. I do think, though, as, as a note, maybe this is a, a tip for somebody. Uh, four of them 
and a targeting synchronizer pod could be pretty interesting uh, with that wartime loadout being able to shoot some munitions early um, but we'll see we'll see uh, just to caveat myself, I'll limit that to like three people, just to, just in case. <laughs> so the whole tournament doesn't co show up with these Y wings. <laughs> it's like some, like someone has to get this right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. We'll see. So it would be the three highest placing Y wings. That uh, what you're saying? Yeah. Well, not named Zori. Not Akbar. named Zori. Uh, Akbar. Akbar. Yeah, I'll, I'll put those two. Those. Yeah, those are probably the clear winners. Um, there's a reason why. When when an, I'll say this much: when you are low initiative and you're priced higher than higher initiatives, uh, there's probably a reason, and is you're good. Uh, but let's uh, before we warp the Hoth meta too much here, uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's keep it rolling here, and we'll finish up there. I mean, that was the big topic, right? Though yeah, the, the, the new, new wings. So we'll see what uh, changes are made. Um, to the rest of the resistance um, in response. So let's move right on to the fireball, um, which is uh, down one point uh, for Kaz, uh, Jerk, and R1J5 uh, Bucket, because I, I never remember his real name. Uh, those all go down one. And in addition to that, as a note, the Kaz's fireball went down one point as well so essentially get free title now which i think is cool like if you're flying these named ones you're probably not flying them in a swarm of other fireballs so it's very cool to see that named like kaz's fireball flown by kaz so um i think that's really it for them i mean uh a small decrease. I think Kaz is still good. I think we'll, we should see more Kaz, but we just don't for some reason. It's that same high 30s point cost that we just talked about for the Y Wings. Yeah. Like you got A Wings, you got uh, generic T70s so all slotted in about that same price. So, anyways, moving on. The, the Colossus station mechanic stays at, uh, at 26 points. Um, technically, it probably went up because we most of the time saw them with tracer missiles. Mm -hmm. so, um, so no change needed for them uh, so let's move on to the star fortresses in G100 star fortress uh, these are already um, you need a good name for it but compressed between like their lowest possible cost and their highest initiative cost right uh, like what quad jumpers are essentially uh, but we have uh, the Cobalt remains at 51 points. So you can't run four of these guys. Um, but Cat goes down. Um, so does Vinny. Uh, ben Teen, which is the one that gives you the rattled condition, uh, stays the same price. Uh, can, I, can I say that I'm, I'm like, what? Why? What did, what, who has ever seen Ben Teen out there? rattling people to be I, like no you don't get you don't get a reduction you just out there rattling no uh, is happen. he i4 is he i4 is that why is he let me double check i, I think he's just i3 though yeah he's, he's I3. just i3 i don't know maybe it was something like thermals like thermals and seismic still work on him they they don't need to you just have to be near the bomb when it explodes to be rattled but i agree with the deal 
let let the rattler out That's to fair. play. Um, and then we see, I mean, just that kind of compression uh, as well with Paige, Finch, and Edon um, all going down to 55 points. I think Paige is the clear winner there. Her I-5 with her talent slot is very cool. She can bring heroic or swarm tactics. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a four-point difference between Paige and a Cobalt. Uh, so they really, really want you to fly one of these named pilots. And I think that's the the consensus. I think we've all, we're all seen that generics have a, a bottom, whereas uh, or a floor, I would say. But all of the the ceiling is going down for all other ships, or excuse me, all other named pilots of that chassis. Um, will we see them? I don't know. I don't, I don't get why they're so. I mean, I know they're bad, and I know that. They are not bad. But that's no, I mean, they're bad in relation. Like, nobody flies them when they do. Maybe only any ever makes it anywhere. Sure. Um, But, like, I'm trying to think why. I mean, they're 12 health with one agility. Uh, So they. 270 degree arc as well. They have the biggest arc in the game, period. They've got Mm -hmm. three native attack dice out of the front two dice out of both sides and then they probably have a bomb coming out of the back so they're really the only ships that are protected um 360 and again they can hit hard you can throw a veteran turret gunner on there it's not too expensive on it anymore veteran turret gunner went down i mean why are they like what's wrong with them because i think because they feel bad um because they're on so unmaneuverable and they only have the one agility. And if you are only shooting the side arc, you're only shooting two attack dice. So like all that qualifies or combines into a ship. That's just a liability unless your trajectory launching bombs, which right. I feel like a lot of people just don't want to do. They it's like a, not that it's bad, but it's like, it feels bad. Just be even, even with the trajectory launching bombs, it still makes your front arc essentially the only danger, the only really dangerous spot on the ship. And as you add more things to, because none of these pilots have any way to really modify their attack dice. They're just it's just bomb effect stuff, and I think one that adds a dice if there's a bomb still there, so still bomb related. Mm-hmm. So because of that, uh, these platforms that are pretty expensive once you add all that stuff onto have a hard time getting back their cost and trading with something of equal value in what you're what the ship only really ends up doing is trading uh like space denial wise both with your large base and the bombs that affect the area so you have to be really good at maximizing that potential because just on sheer firepower alone you're rarely ever going to get your points back that you spend on this ship yeah, it, you need it to suffers. find a way to use it to herd other things and make the rest of your squad more effective in doing their damage. This ship suffers from look at all these slots syndrome. Look, <laughs> look at all these slots. Look, I just gotta fill them, all right. And then all of a sudden, you're 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 stuck with a a hundred point star fortress, and now you're like, all right, now do the rest of the list. I own two of these things. I've only ever flown one 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 time ever, and I own. I mean, I, I don't know. I think if people, if you put like Finch with like uh, thermals, I know thermals went up, but like uh, they're, they're really not that bad. 
Um, they're just a liability out there. Like they, they're not the star of the show. I don't know. Have you seen the last Jedi? Cause that's what, that's what happens almost all the time. Um, unless you're Vinny, Vinny, Vinny's the only one I've ever seen go like you see it on the table. You're like, all right, I got to watch out because it's really defensive, but I'll just kill everything else and leave that for last. I mean, maybe maybe like a Vinny combined with some Ion Y-Wings, because Vinny likes pe- other people's turret arcs. Yeah, uh, we can right. start to see some things, um, some combinations there. I mean, maybe uh, maybe that's why um, Benteen, is that his name? I already forgot. No, I just yep. call him the Rattler. Uh, Benteen, maybe that's why his price didn't go down, it's because now the Republic or excuse me, the resistance have more bomb options with the new wirings coming in. So maybe there's some synergy there. Who knows? Well, we could find out maybe at Hoth. But wait, no, Hoth is cyberspace. Rip. Get out of here. Sorry That's scary. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. That's scary. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, let's keep it rolling, though, because there's another uh, big change in the next chassis, which is uh, the resistance transport. Obviously, Kova stay the same price. Noden, uh, who has the extractions while coordinating, go up to uh, Pam Mitch uh, goes up one point. That's uh, like, well, you take actions while doing red maneuvers or something like that. What's the ability say to him? While you have two or fewer stress tokens, you may execute red maneuvers even while stressed. Cool. You really like stopping and backing up. Um, go for it. Uh, then we see the logistics pilot uh, go up to cost to 34 points. And now everybody who doesn't know the spoiler is like, why are these things going up? I've never even seen these played. Uh, and it's because they recently received a second cannon slot, uh, which allows them now to take the synced laser cannon. Uh, synced, synced laser cannon uh, is a three dice gun range two to three. And if you're calculating that the defender does not apply the ranged bonus, because they get a cruise slot, they can get calculates uh, between, uh, it's at PZ4C0, uh, which is normally a support ship where you can give your calculator or focus token off to another ship, but it does give you the calculate action. Um, but most likely you're going to combine it with C3PO, um, who can give you. Um, either two calculates or while coordinating, you also get a calculate. So uh, we've seen a lot of C-3PO um, nodens around. So you get a lot of actions there. You can uh, coordinate, calculate, and target lock on one action. Pretty powerful now that they get that native uh, three dice attack through the synced laser. Um, and th- the comparison between synced laser and plasma torpedo is astounding to me. Plasma torpedo, only two charges, requires the lock, and it still has that same three dice range two to three. I mean, this seems like a dumb question, but would you guys ever take plasma over synced laser now? Well, I mean, I, yeah. I can't take the laser. And it also, I mean, it is that that additional shield is, I mean, that basically turns into a four die. I mean, a potential four damage attack. Now, my question, I you know, I know. Not, why hold they... on, I, I need I, my not on a lower initiative ship. 
That's that's okay. that's the, that, well, like, that's, the, that's the problem with the pad is doing too many red maneuvers to ever take target locks. Yeah, the, uh, the, the lock action is obviously what restricts ships on the plasma torp, but obviously also the plasma torp has the uh, doesn't give range bonus. The, obviously, mm -hmm. the sync laser can has a way to not do the same thing, but it's more conditional in that regard. So, so the, 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 the safer bet, if you can take either one, is going to be synced laser cannon. But the higher potential output, I think, still is plasma torpedo. Yeah, the, the, what I was going to say is I know what, you know, they bumped these up, the bottom ones, uh, to 34, and the synced laser cannon is to 7. So they're at 41, so they're basically comparable to a B-Wing at 41. And essentially what they're it's trying to do is prevent you to do... I mean, yeah, because they're both eight health and mm -hmm. three attack die guns and one agility. I mean, very similar, and they're essentially trying to prevent you from putting five of these on the board is, is kind of the what they're toying with. What I don't yeah. get is why are they still toying that line of, no, we can't put five of these on the board when you can already put five X-Wings on the board or five K-Fighters on the board, which are five ships that can roll three attack dice. And yeah, they have six health, but those six health with an additional agility probably end up playing out better than the eight health with one agility. And they're more maneuverable. They've got the talent rolls and the long K turns. So I would take five. You can take five initiative three X-Wings and you can't take five initiative two B-Wings or initiative two of these resistance transports. So I, I don't get, like, what the... Uh, what the don't worry, uh, Marcel. Neither do I. Yeah. The questions of a generic swarm player, you are, answer, you are asking one of them right now for me. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate your concern for our well-being. I'm just saying, I don't see why a B-Wing needs to be 41 when uh, well, an X-Wing is 38. Um, uh, JD uh, really, I think, nailed it here. Uh, the B-Wing comparison, I think, is spot on, except for the range one four dice attack, obviously. And these logistics have a natural coordinate action. So you could really get some fun shenanigans going on. But they don't bear roll, though, so I, I don't know. We'll see. No we'll bear see. roll, but have reverses and zero stops. It's eh. I mean, I'll, I'll say this much. I think we can all agree that synced laser might actually get these guys back into play. Like, except I, for Noden. I, I saw synced laser cannon. I was like, logistic division pilot, maybe. Because it's one of those like, I mean, if you have yeah. other things in the list that are more, I'm gonna say, distracting. And you, you just got your little logistics division going three dice, pew, 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 three dice, pew, 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 pew. all of a sudden, if you got other things that are threatening, that might that might be value. I mean, I'm I'm totally in on Noden at so oh you should probably throw the R four Astromac in there. Fifty one point Noden who can shoot three dice every round, either has two calculates, uh, or th either has three calculates or target lock calculate and is coordinating every round. Oof. All right, no, you might need Corsella too. I don't know. You might need Corsella actually, uh, in addition to that. But yeah, Cor Corsella, Sync Laser, C three PO, and R four, fifty seven point notage. <laughs> I mean, that's like. I mean, you can you're hitting harder than most people, and you're coordinating at the same time. 
tell. It, that, it does that become a coordinator sense. that has an effective gun. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, maybe we'll see. I don't know. I mean, is there? This also might be a dumb question. Is there any reason to bring a jamming beam and a tractor on these guys? Is double cannon just for sync to laser? I think it's just for or sync. whatever other future cannon might be double cannon. Yeah, I'm in on more double cannon slots. All right, well, uh, I that's a it's the, definitely the strangest ship I think. Uh, paying two extra points or so for that double cannon. And as a note, Kova doesn't change because Kova doesn't even need the cannon. Kova just does red move. Doesn't really care. So, uh, but speaking of transports, uh, the transport pod is next up here. Uh, two big changes to this um, uh, pilots for the ship. Uh, we see Finn going up uh, by two. And let's well, actually, we haven't really talked about this, but if you can, Dion, show me the price of Heroic. Heroic went up, up, up. Yes. Well, yes and no. Uh, that Heroic originally was one cost, uh, and then they priced it at two points for three agility ships. And then now they're just like, you know what? Two points for everybody. Um, so whereas Finn had been only paying one point, uh, as a note, always put heroic on Finn. It's kind of his thing uh, when he adds a blank die. Um, oh, so he really went up three points, as a note, uh, to a 34-point platform. Still very viable for what he does. If you ignore him, he hits really hard. If he needs to eat one attack he does so very well so um but uh, just a note there that his price is pretty much up to 34 points and then here's a, the biggest one uh i think for a lot of lists is rose tico going up from 25 to 28 points uh we normally see her with the c3po uh, which is still five points uh so that's now a what 33 point ship because that's how math works. That's still a really good. That's amazing value for coordinating. I mean, we were just talking about like, calculate and rerolls. Yeah. Yeah. Can you mod your own dice while coordinating? You are a good coordinator, then. So I think she'll still show up, obviously. Um, but we might see uh, Vi and BB-8 uh, make appearances as the C-3PO carrier now. Um, so I'm excited to see other ships than Rose in Resistance lists. Um, and probably, um, uh, there could be some potential there, especially with the new wirings who like taking actions. So we'll see. Uh, moving on to A-Wings, not a lot to talk about, uh, for A-Wings, uh, that Lulo did go down, um, for, they haven't been watching Carson Ray's XTC run, that's for sure. Uh, but uh, Lulo goes down to 40 points, which is now makes ZZ to low the uh, most expensive A-Wing. Makes sense to me. Uh, Lulo's still great, but risky. Uh, then the other change for A-Wings is Merle. Uh, gets uh, one, a one-point increase, so now Merle's the same cost as a blue squadron recruit. Uh, same thing that turns out Merle's ability, not a penalty. 
uh, does, does not seem as penalizing uh, as you, one might think. Uh, in fact, very, very good. I'm surprised Merle didn't lose the talent slot, to be honest with you. I think. Why would he? I mean, to lock up, to knock off intimidation Merles. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, all A Wings have double. So, by them only having one, that is kind of losing. I guess so. He, yeah, yeah, because he can never intimidate and heroic at the same time. So Wait, what? Oh, intimidate heroic. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think we'll, we will still see Merle. If you were playing Merle oh, at sure. one point, it's not going to dissuade you from them. Especially now um, that we're building to 200. Exactly, right? Like, should not be a problem. Um, so let's see. Moving through here, we can skip through the... Uh, YT-1300s, even though it says 1301, 1302, and 1303. Very confused about <laughs> <by> that. <laughs> Just caught that. Uh, anyways, they're the same price. Uh, Ray is still great. Fantastic. Uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca still see play um, in more niche builds, but still see play. All right, and then we get to uh, another big change here with the T-70s. Uh, we got Poe Dameron. Uh, this is uh, trigger happy flyboy going down a point uh, to just 61. Um, the big change here is Commander Poe uh, from the Heralds of Hope uh, going down five points to 55, uh, which is impressive to say the least. Um, he can be a dedicated support ship if you're not familiar. I'm sure Dion's got it up there. Essentially, every other round. He lets the ship take two actions for a stress. Could be him. Could be anybody at range zero to two. But it is every other round. Um, I think we said at one point in time that I'd still, I would rather f still fly LO or nine in that price point. Do you guys, what do you guys think about new Commander Poe? You know, one of the things that I look at this ship, and if I try to look at it in a vacuum, I say, hey, this ability is pretty good. But it, we have such a warped perception of this Commander Poe because mm -hmm. the Trigger Happy Fly One uh, Flyboy exists. Like it, and a lot yeah. of the Resistance faction has easy access to double mods without needing this Poe's help. Yeah. I mean, that would be my first question. Was like, who's desperate for that second action? Poe. I mean, sorry. <laughs> the, the the only thing yeah, I thought po. about is the action chain you can create. Like, someone does an action, Poe says they get to do another action, and then Zori can pick either one of those two actions to do her thing off Wait. of. Wait. Speaking of action chains and specifically red actions, does he combine with Actar, Akbar? Akbar says, after you perform a red action, hmm, okay. But that, then again, it's at Akbar's I2 and not Poe's yeah, I6. A lot, a lot of what Poe Oh, it doesn't matter about the yeah. initiative. It's after yeah, a friendly but, ship at range. Right. So it's when, act, so it's, it it's when that ship activates. So you're giving yeah. that, that ship that activates, whether it's himself or a friendly ship at, up to range two, uh, so you're not getting any initiative advantage with the actions. You're just getting more actions. So I actually think, it, I mean, if if you're needing points, the um, if you think about it, Poe, I mean, a ship doesn't need double actions every single turn. 
there's turns where those double actions, you know, when you want to target lock focus or you want to, like, barrel roll and guarantee a mod or something like that. Uh, actually, that's a terrible idea because they already have barrel roll linked. But you get it. <laughs> like, they want to boost and guarantee a mod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't need that every single turn. It, it, there's So it being every other turn is fine. I mean, you see gamut key being every other turn, and for the six points, it was well worth the every other turn having that additional token so i think the problem points, is like it, it's you're you're bringing the a 55 point ship that is i6 who could use the ability for itself but it's how much you're investing into that whereas you could just invest into other power other things and just have a very cheap rose with c3po that was just i was just gonna yeah. say that ryan <laughs> <laughs> yeah even a BBA, BB with C3PO is 33 points. Like, and yeah, it, it's an extreme. Like, I, I get the I6. I mean, that's, that can't be understated, but 14 more points than the generic when most of the time you're just flying around single actioning. I don't know. Maybe there's something. Maybe, maybe Commander Poe does need like a BB droid or something, um, BB8 to really trigger him off of I, I, what that could be. I don't know. Um, but, uh, let's keep it moving though. Cause, uh, I don't think there's a lot else to talk to about that. Uh, we see LO and nine go down a point. I think these are fantastic ships. Uh, LO with the three talent rolls that are white nine up who, once you put pad and analyzer on them can really take a lot of actions while doing red maneuvers and clearing stress and stuff, flying over debris. Um, so uh, but I think, like I said, though, it's that compression, though, that the generic T-70 is so good, that Blue Squadron rookie, that, like, everybody else needs to be pressed down uh, to compete with its efficiency. Um, we see um, one of the few pilots here, uh, named pilots, rather, uh, which is Black, or, uh, sorry, uh, Snap, which is the free boost, which is what Dion's showing right now, uh, does go down in price, but the other Snap... Uh, referred to as Black 2. That's the flappy wings, strain and calculate one. Uh, we do st- see stay the same price. Um, those four T-70s with uh, Timon have been nasty list. Very effective. Uh, so not surprised to see them not go down. Just Baba stays the same. Uh, also a ship that has natural double modification. Very cool. So stays the same price. And then we get to the bottom of the barrel here. Uh, Kirkun, <laughs> uh, Jovesty Striker, uh, Kai, and Nimi, and even Tubbs. Nimi is interesting to go down because I think Nimi is one of the better ones. Uh, where you're, if they're, Ryan, what's the ability? If you're shooting a ship with higher initiative, you get to change a blank to an eyeball. Is that right? That uh, should be correct. I'm double okay. checking. Yeah, I think why it's you... higher initiative than. Go ahead, Deal. Yeah, why? So she's initiative two. Why you perform an attack if the defender's initiative is higher than yours, you may change one blank to an eyeball result. Yeah, uh, Nimi. Uh, maybe it's because, like, generics. We see more generics. I don't know. Nimi's a dice modification. If you could just hold on to that focus, is surprisingly good. So good. So to see her go down in price, or they, I assume it's a girl, but what do I know? 
um, to see that go down in price is very interesting because now it's the same price as Bastion, uh, who's the one who got free locks when a damaged ship is around. So uh, overall, I think uh, positive changes for the T70. This ones that were good stayed the same price and the ones that need a little bit of help uh, went down. Uh, let's check on the black one title though. Uh, did it say the same price? No, it went down from five to four. Uh, so the, and same thing with, or excuse me, the overdrive thruster uh, that you put on the T70s also stayed the same price. Uh, seven on I5s, eight on I6s. Um, we don't really see it much on anything else other than that. Uh, surprisingly effective on nine nub. Uh, to do those big boosts to get into range one to clear the stress. Um, I think that covers the T70s. So I'll move on to their upgrade slots here. We see BB-8, the named BB Astromech. Um, overall, go down some. It says negative one. Oh, I see it here. It goes down. Wait, no. No, I think that might be a mistake. On our that was, I think that one is a mistake. I think I I I modified that. I looked at the what, what it was before and what it was now. It did go down by one in some of the later initiatives. Like it used to be eight on Poe. Double check in right now. Let's see what Yasby says. Yasby reads well, it. Yasby has all the new stuff. Yasby doesn't have the old points, just the new ones. Oh, I understand. Okay, well, you have to it's... look at the old points documents if you can find it. Yeah, it's uh, it's still seven uh, for Poe, six for um, everybody else in this county. Is whatever your initiative is essentially, uh, which is as a note, uh, one more point than. Oh, that's where that's where the confusion is. So. BB-8, who gives you uh, the option to boost when you spin the charge, is one more point than your initiative, where the generic BBs are the cost of your initiative. Normally see them on the BB, call them BB Blues, as I normally see it on the Blue Squadron X-Wing. Um, oh, that's the other thing I was thinking about for the um, X-Wings, we see the underslung blaster cannon go down a price, or point to just two points. Uh, not utilized enough. It's a very interesting upgrade, uh, especially on, I think, Bastion and Poe, where uh, you can get any multiple actions or free locks. But we don't see it in play. Uh, let's see, who else went down? M9G8, uh, that's the lock. Uh, lock a friendly, they get rerolls or lock an enemy. And then you can reroll like their hits if you want. Um, let's see. Then GA ninety seven. That's the it's the resistance, isn't it? Yep. It's the resistance. Uh, not utilized since uh, Worlds two thousand nineteen and Ryan's Space Jam run uh, in early twenty twenty. So maybe we'll get a little bit more. Uh, it's the resistance here. Uh, maybe sandbagging a Y-Wing? Does that mean anything to you guys? I'll just have Zori come out of hyperspace or something. It'd sure. be very thematic for episode nine. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Very episode nine. Uh, um, I think the chat's mentioning, you didn't mention the new Astromech uh, Lair or Larry. L4-R5. Larry. 
All right, let's talk about Larry. I did miss, uh, I did skip over it in my BB-8 confusion. Uh, let's see what Larry does. Uh, that's the obviously unique, his name's Larry, um, but adds uh, rotate into calculate. And at the start of the engagement phase, you may transfer one calculate token to a friendly ship in your firing arc, which you probably have multiple of because you have a rotate action. Um, I mean, this just goes right in hand with all the Y-Wings that love passing tokens and asking if people have calculates and stuff like that. Um, but once again, though, this, this just like that watchful astromech, uh, is another way for these Y-Wings to get calculates anyways outside of their intuitive interface. Um, where are you putting Larry, Brian? I think the big one that stands out is Lego. Because Lego mm -hmm. wants friendly ships to have calculates in its arc to get rerolls. Ah, okay. That's that's smart. That's so smart. if someone else needs to calculate more than Lego, Lego can take the calculate from its interface if it already barrel boosted, locked, whatever, throw it off to a friend, and then take advantage of it still itself. As long as it's still calculating. So Lega, ideally, they either want to shoot simultaneously to sh have uh, shot order control, or sh or that ship with calculate would shoot after. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to see the squad that, like, synergizes all the calculating and the rerolls and the passing and the calculates. I don't know what that is, but I'm excited to find out uh, what that list entails. Uh, so let's see, what else do we have here? We see Leia go down, which is a boon for Kova, which is where you normally see that uh, Leia double crew. So so Kova did go down a point. Kova did go down a point, turns out. So that's good. Um, Kova's always been good, but like... Well, Kova Co went down a point, but if you took heroic, Kova stayed the same. Ah, uh, heroic true, went up. True Remember, that. yeah, uh, heroic... Uh, going up to two points for everybody. Um, a hotly debated card. I still don't know if that's worth it or not. But at least I'm second guessing it now. Now I'm not just slapping it on to everybody who's got a talent slot, right? Now I'm looking at Predator right. or Marksmanship or other things, Composure, whatever. So at least it's a decision now. Um, let's see. We have Ray, Ray Gunner going down, uh, which I think we only see on like Han and Vinny. So. Speaking of on Han, though, so Ray Gunner is 10. Mm -hmm. Throw that on Han, makes him 72, which is only four more points than Ray, who now has a higher initiative shot, can use the, the turret in any zone and not just the front, and get a very Ray-type accurate effect. Not have the fan crew for a more dice unless you take trick shot. Yeah. You just, my... just as modified. My Hans normally have Corsella and Trick Shop, so I could just blue maneuver right onto a debris. Yeah. But Ray, I mean, it, it, I agree that if you have the option to choose Ray or Han, I think I'd always go with Ray. But so to, to compress that down, where the Han with Ray um, is interesting. Um, let's, let's see, what is the last one here? Last one on our list is Ferrosphere Paint, uh, which has had quite the journey, by the way. Started at six points because um, they we thought it was going to be good. Um, Ferrosphere Paint 
is a tech that uh, says after an enemy ship blocks you, if you're not in that ship's front arc, or excuse me, if you're not in that ship's bullseye, that ship gains one stress token. Uh, will Ferrisphere see play at all? I already see it. It's usually on Poe, like on the overdrive, like 90 point mm. Poe. They usually throw it on there just to keep them alive a little longer. Makes sense. Because uh, if you they're know, stressed now, with it's, the, it's easier to loop around them. If you're a resistance player and you're seeing a lot of E-Wings, maybe this is an, maybe this is at least a little bit of tech. Slow them down a little bit. Uh, I don't Not know. Really, because <laughs> they're you turn it's, one. it's like turn one, turn two, do a blue. It's... Yeah, same thing with like droids. Like they have maneuvers to figure out ways to clear stress before combat. So it's mainly combating your tracers and your false transponder codes. Which and just in out. general, and just in general, alpha strikey lists that have to actually take a lock action in the same turn they'd like to shoot you. We'll see. We'll see if it gets play at uh, at three points. Um, and then 50% we talk about percent discount. I mean, that's a from where it started. Yeah, that's a huge discount. It used um, to be six, I think. Yep. Yep. That's and it was unplayed at that point. Um, so then we talked about black one and Kaz's fireball. Ray stays the same. So that's a total of only. A negative thirty-one, uh, which is. Did you uh, talk not... about Babu? Oh, I don't know if we talked about Babu in the generic, but we can. Uh, let's pull up that Babu. Uh, it's a list actually... for scum and resistance. Yeah, it wasn't talked about in scum. It probably was, but. This is a new episode. New episode. Yeah. Bubble Freak. This is a podcast, not an episode. Exactly. Uh, um, I'm, I'm panicking. Give me a moment. <laughs> Look oh, you're, <laughs> you're okay. It's not on the... Uh, while you're scrambling for it, can I, can I pause and ask, is the official what? builder up? Because I, I see Dion's it, trying it's, to find it's it. Up, like... It's up, but it's deprecated. Like, it's... Uh, <laughs> or, or, or it's not... Like, I'm just using it for the pictures. That's it. No, no, I understand that. Yeah. But, like, are, is the new stuff on the official builder? No. Okay. No. And well, it's the sad. old points, too. That's super sad. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about Babu, though. Babu... Um, as mentioned here, scum and villainy or resistance. He is an illicit. He's just a little guy. Uh, so you could fit into anywhere. Um, no crew slot needed. Um, Babu has an ability which reads, before you would gain a non-lock red or orange token, you may spend one charge to place it on this card instead. During the system phase, if there are one or more tokens on this card, you must spend one charge. If you cannot, remove these tokens and gain the matching tokens. So, uh, let's uh, non-lock red tokens. We got stress, strain, deplete, ion. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, didn't hear a correction disarm. there. Disarm. Uh, well, these are orange tokens. So you have the orange token of disarm, tractor, jam. Is there another orange token? 
think that's Orange. it for now. Orange? Okay. Yeah. All right. So when you receive one of these, you're going to, you have to spend one of these charges. And if you don't spend all of the charges in a single round, say you did a red reload action and you don't want the, the disarm or stress, you could spend two charges up a babu. And then the next system phase, you're going to spend the third charge. And then now in the third round, you would then receive the stress and the disarm. Uh, this actually has a lot of applications because a lot of ships that, that deal with these orange tokens have illicits. We're talking about uh, jamming um, like hawks. Uh, we're talking about tractor beam on quad jumpers. Uh, uh, what's some other ones? Uh, let's see. So uh, maybe an electro proton bomb. Uh, you could get rid of the disarm from that as well. Uh, I think the big ones, though, are the disarm uh, and uh, stress for the red token. Um, I tried it on the fireball. I think that's the only time I've put this on the board. I tried it on the fireball so I wouldn't have to disarm or expose cards and to still get rid of the disarms. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, we have Kyle, the scout here. This is really interesting on Zari, uh, or Zori, excuse me, not Zari, the A-Wing, Zori, uh, the Y-Wing, um, because you can use the wartime loadout reload to keep firing your munitions, say like an advanced proton torpedo. If you have friendlies who can lock around you, you can, for two rounds in a row, shoot these advanced proton torpedoes. Actually, I guess there'd be three. You'd spend the initial one, you'd babu frick for two rounds, and then the third round, you're stuck with uh, two weapons disabled. So um, this comes in at seven points. Uh, what else, what screams out to you guys? Where is well, like the best application for this babu frick? I don't know about the best, and it's a little expensive, I think. Um... I think that's what's probably going to hurt it the most is just the price. I think it was priced a little bit higher than it needs to be. Sounds more like a four or five point upgrade. Uh, and, but, until uh, you mix Jabba in with this thing. It's really, really, yeah, but Jabba it's, went up to 11, though. So. Sure, sure. This I is understand. a really good upgrade, though, across the board. It is. You can use this. But I think, you know, one of the most, one of the most difficult things to deal with, and we talked about it, was the ions. So I think this is a really good upgrade for dealing with ion um the t70s with black one for example they Ooh. they want to do that and they do have at least i don't know about all of them but at least one or some of them none of them have illicit no, oh they don't no, the oh, they have the you're, tech. The, you're thinking of the, the 65 the y wing the yeah. fireball and the falcon have access y wing fireball and the falcon yeah maybe like like um william said if you want to be able to on, on Kazuda, be able to shed that. Yeah, that I'm, disarm. I'm, I think that's mostly like, yeah, disarm for like reloading. But seven, point, seven points for that, I don't know. I, yeah. I think Babu might be costing seven points for being part of the scum faction. I don't think he's worth <laughs> seven in the resistance faction, to be quite honest. Where's our variable faction pricing? Come on. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> that actually would help. That actually would have helped Gleb stay yeah. stay affordable for uh, First Order and Imperial because definitely right. not worth that much in those factions. Um, I'm trying to think of so the the most abusive thing 
I've seen is definitely like Java white V666s where this dude just doesn't have to move. It's like contraband on steroids at that point. Zero um, stop, definitely. Yeah, I mean, yep. until until 12 rounds is up, right? Because <laughs> right. you got three charges for this, and the timing of Java gives you essentially four extra rounds. So, or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if that even works that great, because you would gain it in the end phase and then lose it. So you'd actually still only be able to use it like three, two or three times, but you just would never take the the tokens. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, the uh, I I think the only other thing I've seen on it is Forlom Crew. If you like Forlom Crew, you can. That's a way to self ionize yourself. If you're say a medium base, you can do this twice in a row. So you shoot with Forlom, take an ion, lose a charge, right? Because the charge goes on Babu. The next round, you can, you would lose a charge and then shoot again, and then essentially you end up with the third round with like four or five ions, six ions, something like that. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see what the actual um, place for Babu is. I do think he's priced for scum shenanigans right now. So we'll see. Uh, maybe Unkar Plut, so you don't have to tractor yourself. Oh, I guess. And okay. then eventually you'll end up with like four tractors, but it doesn't matter. Hey, it doesn't one matter. And four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just... as soon as it's one, it doesn't matter. It's the same. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. In interesting card. I I hate that it's given to scum though. It's, I love scum, but come on. It's 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 I one agree. of those. <laughs> it's one of those. It's just it's one of those times where you know X Wing has that has a has a uh, the the lore. And balance problem, right? There's, mm -hmm. there's the only reason Babu Frick is in scum is available to scum is because of the lore. There's no other reason because you yeah. would argue that for balancing a game reason, you just don't even put it in the faction, Look, right? I've yeah. only ever seen Babu in a resistance fighter. But he's a spice runner, man. He's, he's a like, spice runner, though. <laughs> The Babu. I don't see him running a ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just flies along with it. So I don't know. Maybe you know what I'm waiting for? All these cards only say scum. Let's get an and villainy faction. Come on, let's go. Let's take all the wholesome stuff, and we're gonna move to and villainy. There you go. <laughs> all right. So there, that wraps up the resistance. We're gonna be jumping now into the first order. And uh, Ryan's Ryan's gonna take us home. All right. Um, do we want to? Let's just go in order of the sheet. It makes it easier this way. So we'll start with the tie BAs. We got Von Reg who went down one. Hollow stayed the same. Ember went down three. Correct. Correctly. To be quite honest. Probably even more. And then the first order provocateur, no decrease. So Von Reg a little bit cheaper. Ember. I mean, Ember being seven points over a generic was pretty ridiculous, to be quite honest. Ember's ability was very negligible, only gained one initiative, and that was kind of it. Um, anything stand out for you guys on this? I think it all makes sense to me. 
Yeah, why why did the major go down in that hollow? Come on, hollow hollow's only I five. Right. Yeah, but okay. ho- hollow's effect is better than Monrags, all right? That wasn't chess, don't worry. I, lo- I love hollow. Hey, you know what? You're asking the question someone in the audience might have, so. Um, Ty F.O. Fighters. This is a big one. Um, Midnight was 42 and easily very, very expensive for a Ty F.O. Went, got knocked down seven points to 35 so we know uh, Midnight really has not seen any use. Could definitely see more use for that much of a decrease. Do I think it's competitive? Maybe? It's, it still has the problem of it's a Typho that wants to take a lock. So if anyone else other than the ship that, shoot, that, other than the ship that it has locked is shooting at it, it is a three agility and hope. it's it's hard to invest in and if you start coordinating it to get it multiple actions then it's the whole well you're coordinating a 35 point first order tie fighter you know it's the value of coordinating that chassis is pretty low i can still say see it being taken more i just don't expect it to be that much of a meta impact unless there is a very specific meta that is low, like low ship count, like two or three ship is extremely more common than four ship. And you can set up midnight early game much better. Oh, then we have Commander Malrus, uh, the uh, Glitter Stim pilot, for those who weren't, who are not aware of what Glitter Stim was and who may not even remember what Malrus does as a pilot of a fo fighter and not as i shuttles at the start of engagement you may spend one charge and gain a stress token now it's just two charges none reoccurring if you do until the end of the round while you defend or perform an attack you may change all of your eyeballs to evades or hit results so very effective uh went down five points it is 33 that might be one of the actually true steals of the tie fos is 33 points is the same cost as Scorch, who didn't go down at all, obviously has the really good hitting power, but has a lot of issues with staying on target or having a high amount of uptime uh, shooting at desired targets. So there might be a, a real question. Do I take Malrus or do I take Scorch? Malrus has a lot more consistency, while Scorch has, you know, likely one or two turns of maybe a good punch. And I say maybe because he's rarely double modded. Uh, Static went down two points. That is the you can spend a lock and a focus to change all your results to crits. Again, similar to Midnight, you have the issue of you need to have a way to invest for this ship to get multiple actions. Not normally worth it on a Typho. Long shot went down one point to 30. Uh, that as well might be a really good um, adjustment as who you else can compare it to with Null and Muse both staying at 30. I think Longshot's going to be the first one you take in that points bracket, Muse likely second, Null third, even though Null does have that I-7 capacity, but it's a TIEFO at I-7. Whoopee. Um, Tina, no, no cost change at zero. And then we get to, I find kind of questionable in my eyes uh the omega squadron ace when omega squadron ace lieutenant revis zeta squadron pilot and epsilon squadron cadet all went up one 
I don't know if I've ever seen Omega Squadron Ace or even a Zeta Squadron pilot. Um, Epsilon Cadets we've seen as good fillers and used in malware, but malware hasn't really shown up that much. Malware still exists, by the way. We'll get to the fact that it actually still fits, just no upgrades across the board. It is just Commander Malware in the Zai Shuttle and six cadets. Nothing you know, else. I feel like the Epsilon is strictly a victim of the, of the of the attack on the low initiative spam because of the Ocho, right? Of the having eight of them. Now you can't. Yeah, I, I will say, even though the Ocho was not a competitive list, it's in most cases uh, not a fun game to play there's not much of interaction going on besides trying to kill eight three agility ships with four health it's it's a long slog for sure in almost all cases um so we'll see i mean it, it's it's unfortunate because at 25 points it had a better value in that filler aspect of like one or two of them in some lists i think it was kind of unfortunate that revis also got hurt a little bit like went up one point i really liked revis uh even if it could be the like be like Merrill, like right? same cost as the same initiative version. I don't know why that couldn't have been a thing, but uh, Revis went up one point. Now on to actually new ship content stuff. We got the Thai FO bomber, who I like to I've liked to call in short the Fomber. Um, <laughs> we have Breach, kind of the standout. I think one of the ones people were looking at earliest, sort of that red line light ability with the capability of getting double modifications. Uh, through using, uh, after fully execute a maneuver or perform boost action. If you moved through an enemy ship, you may acquire a lock on that ship. 36. Um, I'm actually going to go down all the points real quick because this helps put in perspective this cost. Scorch is 35. Dread is 32. Grudge is also 36. First Sword Cadet is 32. And the St. Arjamus Test Pilot is 31. So for only five more points, you can go from the St. Arjamus test pilot all the way to I-5 breach. I think in a, very, in a much more extreme situation, uh, this is very comparable to what we talked about the resistance Y-wings. The names are priced to buy because the generics are likely over the amount that they should be at face value for what we're seeing. Um, Grudge being the same cost as Breach has an interesting effect as well because that widespread auto damage consistency with bombs. Grudge's ability at the range 0 to 2 of the bomb template, not even the enemy ship. If the enemy ship is outside of range 2, but the bomb device itself is inside 0 to 2, Grudge can still allow and force a dice to be re one dice to be re-rolled from that bomb detonation. So your proxy mines, your thermal detonators, as we all know, um, can be very effective and very consistent and get the results you're looking for. So uh, Scorch being at 35, I think is probably too much. I, I, I think last time I looked at Scorch's ability, I went, this should probably be pretty cheap for the other ones. Uh, for a reminder, while a friendly ship at range 0 to 1 performs a primary attack, it may spend one hit result. If it does, after defending, the defender gains a strain token. So you're getting rid of one of your results to give an enemy ship a strain. 
doesn't translate well mathematically um, for people who I know that have run the numbers and look at it that that's like not a good trade at all whatsoever. You could better off forcing opponents to use modifications to then make the next attack work just as well or better if the opposing ship doesn't have mods because you left that hit on the board. Um, Dread, same cost as First Order Cadet, makes sense. If I recall, Dread's ability was pretty negligible. It was that sort of baseline, this thing has an ability, but it's not that amazing, so it can be the same price and just be the generic, or it can be the named version of the generic. Um, I think Dion's putting it up in a moment. Yep, after you reload, each ship in your bullseye gains a deplete. Most of the time when you're reloading, you're not pointing at anything. <laughs> you're leaving, so that's fine. Um, I think overall, uh, Breach and Grudge... Uh, Breach is definitely a good buy for five more points. Is he a good buy overall when you add things to him? What do you want to add to him? Do you want to only add a torpedo or missile because you want to go in on the double mods potential? Uh, a lot of people looked at the pattern analyzer and uh, either feedback ping with bombs or proud tradition and pattern analyzer to get that three sloop after because you have the system phase boost on the ship as a base ability. And then you can help set up your sloops to get that red maneuver, turn around, double mod, proton torpedo. Is that too many points to invest in that little trick? Maybe. But you only have five points and you go up to I-5, which is pretty good. What do you guys think on the bombers? I think it um it, there I, I think it's good not to underestimate the the pursuit thrusters and mine combination. Uh you can go proxy oh, mine sure. to just get, you know, more on there, but also you can do the uh just kind of save some points and go with the thermal uh, not thermal, what are they? The um, counter nets for counter three nets points three, only. Yeah. And they've got some range on them. So you can get some serious range on where you're dropping those things. And then also the uh, just the ability to throw the the, the, the pings on there. The What are they you call them? Feedback pings, is that what they're called? Basically, after somebody moves, you get a free target lock. Yeah, um, moves within and it's, range zero to one of a device, yep. Yes, and all of them get a free target lock. I mean, if you've got, a, presumably, if you've got ping on all of them they they're all getting it regardless of, of the range so even if you're not um even if you're not hitting them with the mine just throwing the mine on there and they're moving away from it and they're avoiding it you're still picking up that lock so it makes that 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 turnaround basically you get your lock and it makes uh it opens up some really good opportunities after you turn around and you know, you're yeah. chasing them. And they're when they're avoiding rocks, they're not looking at pointing at you. They're, I mean, they're not avoiding rocks. When they're mo avoiding mines or bombs, they're not looking to shoot you. They're looking to avoid those things. And you're picking up your free locks. Um, so I think they're, 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 mu they're much better than what people are or than what we're. I don't know about people because I don't know what people are building with them. But I think they're much better than what we're giving them credit for. And I think there's also a really good opportunity to throw that feedback ping, three of these, uh, maybe four. And something like um, one of the, I don't see it here on the board, but one of the um, the ones that can carry the sensor buoys. 
the, oh, the Zai shuttle. Yeah, because yeah. feedback ping can go off the sensor buoys, and you can nestle those right into some big gas clouds, and the enemy will have a good time attempting to shoot those early. And, yeah, and it yeah. basically says you just put them in two different areas, and, and basically you're an E-wing now. You're, you're showing up with a target lock uh, first turn, and then... So I, I think there's a lot of potential there. And, and that that system phase boost to a dropping a bomb is so good. I mean, we the only one that can really do that right now is actually two. two is one of them is um, the, uh, the the Punisher that can that death can, rain. That one of them is death rain, and then the other one would be Bagabond, who can aileron and then drop a bomb after aileron. Yep. Well, I mean, Mark. Moth Gerard could give a ship a boost, and then it could drown give a, a bomb. Decimator. Give a bunch of ships a boost, yeah. True, true, but I mean, but that one's a little bit less. Niche, but pretty niche. Yeah, yeah. but Begabond and Death Rain can definitely do it, but Death Rain usually wants to do it because of the, um, you know, to get those actions. So it's not really doing it to set up the bombs. They want to set up the actions. And then Begabond, I think just Begabond is suffers from being a striker. <laughs> I mean, the strikers so, don't want to do that. They want to do something different. To put in perspective, since it was talked about a lot and elaborated more by Marcel, feedback ping is one point. That's it. So very easy to slot in your list. You just need to have a talent. So you can't be the lowest generic and grudge be grudge yes mm -hmm. which makes it, sense grudge would probably be naturally really good with feedback being because mm -hmm. it already wants to have bombs in and and think about it this way too again just because of what it is it, it opens up um who's who's to say you can't just start a couple of them like at a good distance from each other uh like in the, in the lanes that people want to advance from K turn, drop a couple proximity mines. Nobody's going to fly over those proximity mines. You can't shoot those, shoot those proximity mines away. They're not going to run over them. But now you've got a big old circle on where you're going to be getting your free target locks and they have to come chase you. So just start off K turn, drop, put the proximity mines there, which are essentially serving as sensor buoys or sensor, yeah, sensor buoys. And then you're, you know, you de stress and then you go in and set up for for your target lock focus and some type of missile or torpedo. Now, before anyone makes this mistake, because I've been around people who have recently, chaff missiles, the chaff cloud that gets deployed, is an obstacle, not a device. I've seen people try to use feedback ping with chaff, and even though it occupies a missile and payload slot, but most people have seen it used to be called device, it would, the cloud itself is an obstacle. All right, so moving on from the new FO bombers, we get to the Upsilon class shuttles, and uh, all stay the same except Dormitz, who got smacked really hard with seven point increase. Um, do we see that as because that will at least like? Is there something that the bomber or whisper did with Dormitz that someone tested in testing and found? This might not be a, this might not be a thing we should I, allow. I have to assume that it is uh, the um, I'm looking up the name of it because I'm not as familiar. The sensor scramblers mm. that allow you to set up with a cloak token. So 
range two from the board edge. Well, no, it's range two from dormance, isn't it? So that's dormance, almost yes, and it has almost, to be small base only. Yeah, so with so whisper with cloak. So now you're uh, you're about range three. You're third the way up the board, and then you can decloak, which is uh, a decloak plus a five forward is another three range bands. So you're already to the other side of the board, turn one. So maybe I guess. And you also have the the thing that can double stress somebody uh, higher oh, in the first turn. Uh, Commander Pyre. Pyre. So, yeah. so if you do that, Commander Pyre, and then throw two ships at it, uh, it gets it's it, it's it's a dead turn one ship most likely. Yeah, sensor sensor scrambler decloak right away. Five straight boost. Yeah, five straight boost exactly on the silencers. Yeah, yeah, you can get the other side of the board and make someone's yeah, Kylo, life real sad. Then Kylo shoots a proton <laughs> or a torpedo I mean, at you. not like you can't do this now. It's not like they made Dormits 200 points. Right. You no. can still fit Dormits and Kylo if you want and do yeah. that trick. It's just oppressive, though. And it, it might be one of the weirdest things uh, to for me to say, but they might have priced this because of Epic Play. What I know, epic play affecting our 200 point game. Yeah. Uh, I think they they should errata dormants to be they may not errata, but variable his price. Ban. I mean, sure, Ban. he's a problem, he, just get him out. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. He's a he's a candidate for the list. I, I, I wouldn't, I would not be surprised. Just because it's a weird thing to design around. Because, like, yeah, like, you had to design scramblers, and you're like, wait, Dormits, Decloak, Five Straight Boost Silencer. <laughs> Crap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Problem. <laughs> because someone who's not aware of that, that's just going to be a really bad experience to, like, on the other side of the board, you get to say, all right, that ship's double-stressed, and now I'm going to go after it, and there's nothing you could do about it at all. Alright, um, so as I said, Upsilons, besides Dormits, all the same. Xi Shuttles, um, as I mentioned earlier, Commander Malrus and all of those TIFO cadets still fit because even though the cadets went up one point and Malrus uh, was at 45, went down to 44. So minus one, it's an even 200 for the entire list, no fitting, proud tradition, and some like one or two points or something like that. It's just that's what it is. Uh, Gideon Haas stays the same. Agent Terex goes down four points, obviously realizing you have to invest points to make him worth his ability in the illicits. Uh, so it's down to 38. And then we saw the First Order Courier actually drop three points as well, down to 35. So you might see more use out of the Courier because at 38, it was a no-brainer to spend the two points to go up to hit Gideon Hask before. But now the First Order Courier at five points less, has that five-point cushion of what crew can I buy that might make this more worthwhile than Gideon Hask. Now on to... Oh, I did actually skip over. You, skipped, you, down skipped, a whole bunch. <laughs> you skipped from the bombers uh, through down the whisper. Down to the Upsilons. It's because yeah. Yeah, I, saw, I, I saw the red and yellow move down to red and yellow. There. All right, never mind. All right, so let's go to TSF. We're gonna do a little bit of we're, we're we're all over the place right now. It's that's what the first order they make you go crazy. <laughs> uh, quick draw goes down three points from forty seven to forty four. Didn't really see a lot of play in extended. Um, it was just 
not that great because it could never really, you know, most of the first order ace type list or high initiative ships didn't have a great way to uh, deal with the opposing high reposition ships that likely would go last most cases because they bid. In a non-bidding world, quick draw not only got cheaper, but is also more threatening in the 50-50 chance it moves after you. Ryan, need I remind you my opening title? It is not a non-bidding world. It's still X-Wing. I didn't say it was an X-Wing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I read a lot of this non-bidding world. Uh, quick draw was fine then. It's fine now. It's actually better than fine now. Right. How, how, about a non -bid, how about a non-bidding country? We're still in the same world. <laughs> <laughs> or continent. Let's do continent. Galaxy, okay? It's a galaxy. Get it. All right. Uh, you were elaborating more on quick draw, though? Because you play quick draw a lot, Marcel. Yeah, I do. But I, 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 I play quick draw a lot, but I don't, you know, for the same reasons that, that you know, a lot of people don't like him, which is it's hard for him to, he's not, you know, he's not a Kylo. He's not a Von Reg. He, he's not. Re double repositioning and things like that. Um, he does punch very hard, but for that reason, I always fly. It, when I fly him, I always fly him really loaded up, which is usually pattern analyzer, afterburner, so he can still get like actions. Uh, now, I, the way that I was uh, testing out is um, him with proud tradition, pattern analyzer, afterburners fire control system essentially basically k turn and you can do up to three different actions after a k turn or not k they have this loop so you can sloop and do three different actions after this loop um, not just sloop hard one as well hard one yeah they can do three different actions after uh a number of maneuvers i'm assuming and... also equipping the sf gunner right you didn't oh, of say course, that of course of course assuming, which by the way yeah that, it's stapled on that stays the same that's yeah, at nine, yeah, but that's fifty-three points. Uh, with um, so it's fifty-three, and then an, an additional seven for the afterburners is sixty, and then pattern analyzer five, product edition two is sixty-seven points. So it's 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 about the price of a, um, um, you know, less than than something like a Fenrau or something like that. But it hits really I mean, hard. That's about the same price as that Trigger Happy Flyboy Poe, which is it a is. foreign heroic. And but again, you can get you're always actioned. You're and it's still hitting you twice. That's why you want that fire control system on there. Uh, and it still has that you know the same type of effect of a Zam or the same type of effect of a Dengar. Is I do I really want to shoot this ship? Um, and I think that's um, something that. People forget about quick draw and that when it's on the board, people forget that. Oh wait, uh, if I hit it, it's gonna it's gonna hit me back. And unlike those ships, quick draw when it loses a shield can choose a different ship to shoot. So it makes his ability a little bit different because it's not like I, I lost the shield now I have to shoot you back. Is oh you shot me from the side? Well, too bad. This guy's in my arc now. I'm gonna shoot this guy in my arc. So quick draw is still really good. But um, I I think you need to either invest a lot of points into him or invest into something like one of the um, coordinating ships with uh, Biohex, whatever, the one that you throw a target lock on him and you make sure you can target lock him no matter where he is. Um, 
but you need support. If it's just flying by itself, it, it does struggle to keep, you know, it doesn't have a boost. If you're barrel rolling, you're not modded. So double shots that are unmodded, I mean, they're garbage. So you got you to gotta invest points into it. Yep. Continuing down, we got Backdraft going down two points from 38 to 36. Pretty solid. Uh, Phasma going down four points. Phasma really never saw much play. Doesn't have a lot of extra offensive efficiency. Just has that little extra staying power at the cost of her friends. And no choice. It's a must. So, cool, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to see Phasma much more. Um, Lahue's staying the same cost, and I think that's because Lahue's was already a pretty efficient purchase, and because of the the adjustment to the, the player order not being controlled by bid, and it's 50-50, uh, Lahue's value increased with that as well. This is more of a jousting I-5, so there's a lot of things going on in the faction right now that uh, utilize locking or um, applying uh, red or orange tokens for for one of Lahuse's favorite friends, Lieutenant Revis, to take advantage of as well and get that spotting lock effect. Uh, the only other SF that went down was the Omega Squadron Expert, went from 34 to 33. So you can have six of them if you want, I guess, or you know, well, you know, only one more point cost to go from an I2 to an I3 with a talent slot. So little more of a potential purchase choice. The silencers, we had Kylo go up one from 76 to 77. We had Blackout go down two, 63 to 61. Recoil 57 to 56, down one. And the Sinar Jameis Engineer go back up two, likely because of the adjustment to sensitive controls going from two to zero. Anything that stands out for you guys in this? I mean, because they're not, gra- I mean, they're not drastic changes across the board. They're just a little bit of tweaks here and there. I mean, I just want to reiterate what you said was that because, uh, what is it called? Sensitive controls. Yep. That's the configuration for auto thrusters. Uh, because that is now free and blackout went down two points as well. Uh, That's, I think, really good value now. I think that's like the one uh, niche thing that Blackout can do better than, say, Rush or Recoil uh, is that kind of slipping in and out of obstacles. Uh, So if you uh, are looking, you know, I think that's probably the biggest winner for the Silencers. Plus, there's another Cloak, too. Does Cloak mean anything to them? Are are you willing to take... Because it's a standardized upgrade. As soon as you take sensitive controls, all your silencers are now sensitive. Are you? Oh, I'm running, take... I'm running silence anyways. Blackout okay. would be the only one. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you're probably putting the uh, Kylo on the whisper or something. Yeah, I'd have yeah, a whisper you, Kylo. You could sure. do that. Yes. If the, that's like the triple ace I'm trying to build. Uh, and speaking of whisper, yay segues. Uh, <laughs> which this will be our last ship. Save the save the best question mark for last. Find out momentarily. Uh, first off, in a in a very surprise, in my opinion, uh, the we'll hit the the config first. It's zero. Its cost is baked directly into all pilots and chassis. Called it. 
called I, it's I was really surprised about that variable pricing in a configuration right there that's what it is i just expect it to be treated like the seven b's but um i think the only reason i could think of is because wrath and kylo are both i5 and you cannot give a price to both of those that's going to make them uh make a reason for me not to take either kylo or wrath just be way too expensive if they were a different mm. initiative, I think there might have been a way to do it at initiative value based. I, I feel like the simplest solution is why points balance two different things. We can only balance one price. That is true. Uh, but so let's get into those points. So uh, Kylo is 63 points uh, with obviously. So the jamming suites built in. So we now know that's what it is. Um, I don't yet know how that feels because this ship is so unique in what it can do and what it does and its effect on the board state. And Kylo has three force and he's I five and he could take all those force potential upgrades as an option. So that that's a definite we'll see. It might feel a little much because you can go to the silencer for 14 more points. Does that equal as the cost? I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to tell yet. Uh, Wrath is fifty-three, Nightfall is forty-nine, and then Whirlwind, Seven O Ninth Legion, and Red Fury Zealot are all forty-seven, doing the sort of uh, gun runner treatment, where a the the actual jam action itself is still as valuable on the lower initiative ships because you get to guarantee that action um, even though there's the effect, unfortunately, still in the game where you can just lock stuff early game and kind of ignore low initiative jam. Um, so, or no, sorry, I read the wrong. Red Red Fury Zelt's 44. My bad. It's Whirlwind. I, I, just, I just changed it. I'm oh, double, you just fixed it. Yeah, okay. ESV has it. I'm double checking the points right now. Okay, that was just a uh, mis mistyping on our our sheet. All right, well that was fixed. Good. The whirlwind is the standard. I'm a named pilot. That is the same cost as the as the talent generic. Um, now with all of these other prices on everything not named Kylo, I don't know if I ever take these, ever, at their costs. It is that is expensive for two agility. Three hull, two shields, and sure you can increase that agility conditionally, but man, two two turret arc front back only with the bullseye three. Man, the, the these are expensive to do anything close to what I think you'd want the whisper to do in comparison to just saying, all right, the only whisper I ever care about is Kylo. I would have considered Nightfall if the jamming suite config cost was not zero and it was a drastic change to its cost overall and we're able to bring everything else down. Because Nightfall does have the ability to, uh, after you fully execute a maneuver or perform a boost action, each ship you moved through gains two jam tokens. Potentially a pretty solid effect. Not for 
50, almost 50 points being 49. That's a quarter of your list. I, I, I don't know if I, I can make that investment. I, I think we'll see a lot of these uh, get played other than Kylo Ren, at least experimented with the... I don't know about the 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 zealot because jamming at I two not as powerful, um, but like the the seven oh ninth and anybody who's initiative four five or six, uh, I think has a lot of value uh, for just the jamming alone. I mean, so most of these are priced to the point where you're not like you you can't take five flat out. That's like not a thing you can do. If you compare these to all of the named RZ2s, you can put in a list and get five of those. Like Marcel, from that perspective, how are these not considered like way more Just cost worse. than you would have expected, <laughs> right? Like you can fit five RZ2s, all with solid names, abilities, and upgrades, but you can only fit four whispers at most with some upgrades and maybe some words you really can't fit five rz2s with a whole bunch of toys uh you can fit what? i mean not, what? not any what toys is... that matter um you can fit four of them with the toys that matter like right. make them hit hard because they're only rolling two attack dice in order to make the rz2s really leverage what you know, really be what they need to be. That's that's why they're not in hyperspace or they're not good in hyperspace because they want advanced optics and they want heroic. That's six, that's six, seven points alone right there. So it's bringing them up to that 40 point range. And that's assuming those are the generics. Now you're talking about the initiative five. ZZ is at 41. With that, it's at 48. So you're only bringing four with, with toys. Well, um, well so just, just, just to put in perspective, mm -hmm. I have 13 points left. And I have CZ, Tally, Lulo, Merrill, and Greer. All considered to be probably the top five with some good mentions to Zari and Roby in a five A-wing list. And you still have 13 points with five of those, all with viable abilities. So whispers, I... Like, whispers, you get four. Yeah, <laughs> so I had... Like I, I tried no, I'm, for. I'm not saying they're meant to be spam, but the value difference is so drastic. No, I agree with you, but I, I did. I tried four and it didn't go well. But I didn't go well for other reasons. But I had four of the initiative four ones with predators. So just we're, we're just to be clear, we're talking about the whisper right now, right? Yes, the whisper. Okay, I'm sorry. You could, we're just we we just use yeah the yeah the the, the tie whisper seven oh nine legion ace is initiative four. And I uh, I had four of those with Predator and I forgot something else that was one point. So basically they were four fifty point once. Um and oh yeah, there you go. I had Predator and Marksman. So they were, you know, Predator and Marksman takes them to an even fifty. Um they I mean it felt really good. It didn't do well, but it didn't do well for other reasons. But it felt like I felt um, you know, being able to move jam uh it was it was not hard to set up the bullseyes um you know at initiative four especially and then getting the rerolls getting the crits and mostly attacking ships that were unmodded and then on the way back most of the attacks uh, i was at agility three uh because they were either um attacking after they were getting jammed or 
they were attacking and spending spending their token like to convert their focus result to a hit. So if they spend their focus to convert it, then I'm getting an additional die as well. Um, so it, it actually it didn't feel too bad. I, I've got to play it more, but just four four initiative fours with predator marksman felt like they like if I threw more stuff on there, it would be uh, it'd be nice, but like they didn't need it. It's, it's what I felt. Again, it's it, yeah. it, it felt okay. It didn't feel bad. You did mention the one thing that a lot of people forget. It does have a Captain Faroff style effect, where if you if they do spend their green their only green token to modify their attack dice, they are giving you some level of defense, right? Because they don't have it anymore when, while you are defending. Your green dice have not rolled when they are attacking and finishing their modification. So a lot of people think that, oh, you have to jam or you have to block or you have to, or they have to not have a green token because they chose a lock action or something like that. But no, it could actually just be them spending the focus offensively, which is still probably the correct decision because modifying your offense is better than giving opponents. Uh, more defense because the red dice are already weighted better to meant to be better than green, mm -hmm. but yeah. and it's you, still something and, to remember. And you also got to think of it if you're shooting first, it, it makes people kind of hold on to that focus. Again, well, if I spend it, you're going to get an extra agility, and then on top of that, you're going to shoot me back without being unmodded. So, um, and and that a back arc again comes in co comes in handy because you, you're. It, it gives you an out. Then it gives you that a wing effect where, where you know you're you're getting to a safe distance to two more. Then you can go ahead and come around for a round two. So, I I don't think they're that. I don't I don't think they're bad. I think they're good. Uh, they're probably I, I I agree with you. They're probably high on points, but I don't think they're high by that much. Maybe two or three points tops. Two points. I don't even think three points is too much. I think they're two points at the most. I will say the these current point costs might have saved people a lot of money. <laughs> Not trying to buy multiple tie whispers and buying two to three packs just to have those. Uh, these points might have accident or or even purposely uh, saved some people some money by not having to buy all those packs. Uh, will do you own any more? Uh, Anything more um, in your mind with the whispers? Um, I think that the I, I, uh, I think you guys covered a lot, but the only uh, thing in my mind is that uh, people aren't utilizing the missiles. Like uh, I mean, I when I tried them out, I didn't try any missiles on them. Um, a lot of people were just looking at like proton rockets, or Marcel also didn't run, just ran Predator. Um, so I'm interested to see. Maybe there's some synergy there with like getting um, like that first order courier. With like a targeting synchronizer or something and some buoys maybe maybe just like one of the bombers with synchronizer uh, to try to get those uh whispers uh able to shoot meaningful shots via uh the missiles um because right now the biggest thing is that like uh that they don't have a jam rotate or a lock rotate mm -hmm. uh, so you really have to choose sometimes um do I want to jam this ship or do I want to rotate my arc and shoot them? Um, so there's, I will, as a note, I've done the math, 12 different action possibilities between uh, the jamming suite and all of their linked actions. Uh, 
and I think that the the limitations on like jam to rotate and what was the other one lock to rotate is really slowing them down. Um, and honestly, a lot of the time, because you're barrel rolling boosting, um, because you're trying to be fast and maneuverable, you're not taking that lock action. And honestly, anybody but Kylo fears just taking a lock action because they need something for defense um, to keep that five hole intact. So I'll be interested to see, or I'll be on the lookout to see who's utilizing missiles on these things the best and what that combination of things is. Yeah, like you said, the missile part's rough because lock, lock and evade are the two actions that don't link into anything, whether it's jam or rotate on this. Uh, and I, I said in the chat, but you can thank Kylo for that probably because he has three oh, yeah. Um Kylo's, Kylo's the, uh, the face of the ship anyway. So, and uh, yeah, you talked about how many potential action combinations there are. You talk about a level of analysis paralysis people might have to decide their actions on the ship. <laughs> we thought double yeah. reposition was bad when people realized they might have got caught, only have a single reposition, decide if they need to rotate or jam or any all that stuff. And all these things that we're saying, too, I think um, it's also just important to note that um, this we're talking about them in, in a vacuum. Oh yeah. But, uh, they, the side shuttles or even Tavson, like they've got ships that can coordinate and give them that flexibility that they're missing. So, um, again, the side shuttles with agent Terex throwing out calculates over there, uh, or the target locks with the sensor buoys, getting the target locks are, are early, with actually the center police don't work with them, but but the um, targeting synchronizer. There you go. Yeah. Well, I was talking about that. You can use a targeting synchronizer, which basically means you can use somebody else's lock to right. fire your own ordinate your own ordinance, mm -hmm. but also like target locking yourself with the biohex, and then just being mm -hmm. able to uh, basically make sure that that side shuttle doesn't have to like stay right on top of you in order for you to gain the benefit from the coordinate whenever you need it. And they're more like emergency coordinates, or again Tabson. We haven't seen Tabson a lot, but just throwing Tabson right there in the middle, and if you shoot it, then uh, bad stuff happens. So. Well, we will see. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up with the upgrades. Yep, that's all the ship chassis. All right, so upgrade-wise, uh, we've got some crew that went down. we got General Hux, who went from 6 to 3, a 50% discount uh, from his previous cost. He's actually still more and more and more expensive in the past, if you can believe it. Um, I think that might just be a, a – if you look at Tactical Officer – that also went down to three. Now you kind of still have, like, on a, on, a, on a Psy shuttle, you basically have the same cost investment into Hux being six points to be able to use it. But at least now he is that cost on a Psy shuttle instead of he can only go on an Upsilon shuttle because it required a white coordinate. So I've been playing around to see what I can build with it, but not much has come up yet, but it's there. Uh, Kylo crew went down two points from 11 to nine. Um, that one, you know, we'll see. It's, it's obviously a cheaper force point. Uh, there's not really many crew carriers that either need it or want it because the Zy shells are very uh, support oriented. They're not really there to, uh, to add their gun. 
that much, but uh, in an Upsilon, you kind of don't want to add a ton more points into because you know you're either going to lose it or at least lose half of it. So it's a similar situation that we talked about with the Republic crew, uh, but we'll see. You know, that that action and the fact that uh, Magpulse missiles, a common missile you, you see on FO ships a lot because one, Kylo's ability, uh, both on the Silencer's chassis and this crew, uh, and because Magpulse is such an effective thing to use on something like a Vonreg or a Hollow, when you have that high initiative strike to decrease the effective shots coming back at those ships. Uh, Petty Officer Thanison went down one point. A lot of people might be like, what's that? Um, I think you want to bring it up because, Dion, I think you're zoomed in just a little bit for me uh, to read it completely. Oh, no worries. So I, I got you. So during, during the activation or engagement phase, after an enemy ship in your front arc at range 0 to 1 gains a red or orange token... If you are not stressed, you may gain one stress. If you do, that ship gains one additional token of that type that is gained. So, I mean, it was always something that had an effect. Rarely would you ever spend the points to add that value. But now we go to 200. Maybe there's a world where Thanison goes on a Upsilon shuttle or a Xi shuttle. We'll see. Only three points. And then next, we have a decrease of Commander Malrus crew, uh, probably one of the most overcosted uh, upgrades we originally saw release in the First Order faction itself. Uh, it's got it's double sided, it's equipped certain side face up while a friendly non limited ship at range zero one performs the primary attack. That ship here reroll one blank result. If you if it does and the attack does not hit, you must flip the card. And then the other side is perfected while you perform an attack if the defender's in your bullseye. You must convert all your eyeball results to hit results and gain a stress. Then if you have two or more stress, suffer one damage. Um, once it's on the perfected side, you're telling a shuttle to get a bullseye shot. Because currently those are the only crew carriers in the First Order faction. That ain't I happening. I still don't think this is... <laughs> I don't know if Malrus is worth three, even. <laughs> maybe it's future proofing maybe we finally get the because the gauntlet's not in the sequel factions maybe we get the night buzzard the thing that that carries all the knights of ren that'd be really cool we did we did we did a um uh, uh a, an episode a video on the night buzzard i think it'd be cool yeah, i think we tried to predict a uh like what it would be mm -hmm. as a ship so maybe future proofing we'll see uh, Gleb, as we mentioned in prior uh, points, went up four. And then we have, uh, I'll get to the changes first in the new ones. Fanatical went down to one point. More of a filler now. Should be pretty good. There's a lot of things with a uh, few shields and mostly hull. And then Deuterium Power Cells went down one point. Uh, I know Marcel's had some experience with Deuterium Power Cells. I don't know if that one-point threshold helps out much further. Granted, one of the ships that took it often, I think, Marcel, that you had was Major Von Reich, who also went down a point, so you netted two points in that transaction. Yeah. I, I've, I've moved away from it. I've just found that uh, you get more from things like Afterburners or or pattern analyzer or something like that you just 
you just get more value out of it than than this particular region. Um, but I mean, region is still region. It's it's good, especially if you're playing something AC that that wants to conserve points. Yep. All right. So for the new stuff, we have DT seven ninety eight. Is a five point gunner, and that upgrade says at the start of the engagement, you may choose a friendly ship in your firing arc. If you do, that ship gains one strain. While you perform an attack, you may reroll one die for each ship in the attack arc with one or more non lock red or orange tokens. So any of those jams that have been applied that that hung around from whispers, any strains from gas clouds, any strains from this actual gunner ability, um, provides rerolls. Is it worth five points? What do you guys think? I uh, I don't know. There's I mean, only, I'm, it, it really I'm, only goes on the on the bomber right now. Yeah, there's so many things I want to put on the bombers. Uh, this doesn't end up. This being is not one a priority whatsoever. Yeah. Maybe I'm like a what's that dude? Uh, no, even he cancels the hits. So you you scorch, can put on SFs, so. I guess. Oh, that's right. No. <laughs> well, okay. Well, wait, so interesting, uh, wait, is it interestingly, in your, in your firing, in firing arc? arc, it could be yeah. front or back with mm -hmm. the SFs. Uh, maybe a backdraft or something. Phasma just went down in price. Yeah, maybe back. I was thinking backdraft potentially. But it's like you yeah. spend four more points and you have SF Gunner. Maybe, yeah. That's Backdraft's rear arc. Well, Backdraft only... doesn't really want. He, yeah, he doesn't need it for sure. You're right. right. So what you could do is Backdraft could have someone in his front arc. Oh, no, this is start of engagement. Not even, uh, I, 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 in my mind, it's system phase. You could like do it so in his front arc, zoom past him. Start of engagement actually makes sure that, that strain sticks around. Mm -hmm. and and it's going to be consequential. It yeah. would be funny to strain somebody like Tapson or something, though. Be like, yeah. Here you go. Yeah, and with two, but with and with two arcs, you can. It gives you a lot of flexibility of saying like, okay, I'm going to strain you on the front, but I, all the ships are in the back, so I'm going to shoot the one in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, backdraft's actually a solid candidate for it because it gives him a reroll potentially on whoever he shoots, and he it's got someone his firing arc, so that's he's, it can be shot. And he no doesn't need is, it. As long as no one else has already shot that ship and removed the strain. Well, yeah, the strain no, goes on a friendly, by the way. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah well, but yeah, also the, it... the strain the strain has to it is in order to actually activate the ability, right? Because that strained person needs to be in the attack arc, assuming mm -hmm. that you don't mm -hmm. have any other red tokens or orange tokens. Yeah, out yeah, there. that makes sense. But it also oh, works yeah. on um, just like if they're stressing themselves if it's an interceptor or a silencer or something that just stresses itself. But the the problem with this though, with a strain, like if you're counting on that strain to be there, if your opponent has a higher initiative ship and attacks it and the strain goes away, this card does nothing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I read it, but I didn't read for... it. I, my 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 brain just forgot the friendly part. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no. If you so can that, strain that, that, enemies at the side of engagement, oh man, and I'd be like, yeah, five Every points. Day. Like, I, I think I'm in. But like, how much is five Commander Pyre? Strain... 
Pyre? Yeah, because Pyre does something five. the same. Pyre is the same, but defensively, right? Like, if you get shot yeah, by but somebody... It's, it's only on stress, which is much more normal because of well, linked actions in the game. And it's... Yeah, but this one is also on stress as well. It says, while you perform an attack, you may reroll up to one die for each ship in the attack arc with one or more non-lock red or orange tokens. So if you're shooting a stressed ship, you get the reroll. So if the opponent is stressed, you still get the reroll. So is, it, is five points worth a conditional reroll where an opponent has to have an orange or red token on it? Because no, realistically, think... you probably don't want to use the first paragraph. I mean, uh, maybe quick draw at range one. No, quick draw on special forces gunner. I, I know. Quick draw's not taking but... a sub gunner then, yeah. Maybe. I think it's backdraft. I don't know where to put it on a bomber. Because I want to cluster missile bomber maybe uh most of the time uh, you're getting we just talked about how they get the bombers can get so many free locks like why do you need free rerolls and right as well yeah you're spending locks offensively anyway so yeah i think it's on backdraft and it's probably still not worth the five points because the point of backdraft was to be cheap right right you're taking him to not put upgrades on him so you can utilize just the front back arc combo all right. Uh, the other gunner that got added, the First Order Ordnance Tech. It's First Order only, <clears throat> so it is only restricted to this faction. All it does is add Reload Link to Lock. It is three points, though. <clears throat> is three, point, three points feels one more too many on first glance? I think I mean, with adds, all the... It, Sorry, go it ahead. It adds actions to the action bar, but I, sure, it gives SFs the ability to reload and still take a lock so you can set up for the future, but you're counting on that ship to still be something you could shoot at. And most of the time, by the time the SF uses all of its charges, it's probably dead. Or, or, the, or the end of the game. Or, or end of the game. Yeah, end of the game, right? Yeah. Uh, what about you, a proton rocket on one of those SFs? You don't have boost, though. For me, value of proton rockets, pretty low without boost. You got proud tradition. You can get, you, you can get focuses. All right. And then finally, our last new upgrade. We actually mentioned this one quite a bit in some of our other prior discussions. Sensor Scrambler. Uh, one point. That's it. On silencers or on uh, the whispers. Set up, gain one cloak token. While you are cloaked, other ships cannot acquire locks on you. During the end phase, if you are cloaked and there is an enemy ship at range 0 to 3, you must decloak. If you do and the decloak fails, lose one cloak token. Kind of wish that last sentence was put in the cloaking device card. Uh, but side that's a side tangent. Um, if you got the points left, it, this seems like an easy, just like, here's my one-point filler. If oh, I'm yeah. taking a, a whisper or silencer. It's like super easy and has very viable uses. I'm I guess I'm kind of surprised it's one point, but... You know, but it doesn't price, last forever, price, though. Right, it's, yeah, it's just it, the beginning of the game, yeah. What, what I like about it beginning of the game-wise is if, and this is even against some of my own strategies, if things like Dark One Probe Droids or E-Wings or 
things that get those long range locks or take advantage of pouncing on you because they move after you and try to lock you they just can't i think that's that's pretty powerful actually yeah i like this a lot on the lowest initiative ships because um they it's a really good way to get them you know especially if you're not really good at at um that opening engagement and lower initiative ships don't want to engage at in uh, at range three because they're going to get alpha striked um this is a really good way to just get in there and as soon as the the range ruler decides like hey okay now you're in shooting range then um you just decloak wherever you want and you can have the engagement that you want against the higher initiative so i think this is really good on, on low initiative um ships especially the silencers that want to get really that want to get up close not the silencers, I'm sorry. Especially the whispers that want to get up close and start taking advantage of their, of their jamming. So, yeah, this I, th I think it's a really good card for low initiative whispers just to make sure they don't get destroyed on the way in. And yeah, or or even the like I mentioned, the, the Kylos or any of the high initiatives that have to be first player, whether they don't want to get pounced on by lock based mechanics or have the ability because of how the ship is whether it is silencer with double reposition or whisper with that rear arc that still has boost the ability to decloak close and close the gap extremely fast and apply their effects or just move in ways that opponents can't catch up to depending on the opposing ships it puts them in places you that's really hard to predict yep great anti-torpedo Awesome. Well, that has been the all the, the ton of changes that have come to the first order. We got new ships, we got new cards. I think the 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 FO bomber and the tie whisper will have including all the cards that come in it will have a massive impact on what we see from the first order. I think it will it will really change some of what we're seeing. Um and I'm excited to see what what people do. What people do. Oh, you know what, Dion? What we didn't do that we did for the Republic is we each didn't pick a, a, sh a shipper upgrade card that we would see more of in Resistance and and uh, First Order. Well, uh, you want to start us off with Resistance, then I just guess. Just a real hot, a quick hot take on if any of the, which one of these are going to make it furthest in. Hot. <laughs> well, you could. We, Throw that one too. Do you, what do you think is going to do better? The the new specifically the new, or do we just want to go faction completely with resistance and first order? Let's go with the new stuff. The new stuff. All right. So what new stuff performs better? I think I think sensor scrambler is the top rated fo card out of them all. Okay. Um. It's hard to not pick that one though, too. Uh, that's, why I, that's why I went first. I was like, I was like, mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Say, uh, car, it's it's got to be Kylo on the Whisper that that makes it the furthest. I mean, I think that's that's kind of cheating. I think that 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 one. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. One, I, so I'm gonna go. You with know that. what? I don't know. I I think. 
people might hold on to silencer kylo and use breach more to, to get that alpha strike in there to get a kylo silencer endgame that everyone likes i'm gonna go with yeah breach. okay well i'm going with kylo whisper yeah i think i had to double down on that breach uh i think that might be a, the what did you call it fomber uh fomber. <laughs> the, the fomber might actually just be better as a munitions platform than a bombing platform uh, which makes breach so much better could you could still do both <laughs> you got the slots fill them up mm -hmm. all right what all about right. resistance then for the resistance Zari, yeah we didn't Zari, pick cards Zari, for that Zari. one <laughs> yeah, it's sorry. Yeah, well, it could still Zari's be anything. A, a lot of stuff changed, right? It could still be anything. It's not just the new right. stuff. I'll Can say I the, say wartime? Uh, <laughs> wartime I'll say mode. the astromech, the uh... the watchful astromech. Yeah. Because mm, the watchful for... astromech can go on other ships. Not, it's not faction specific, right? Sure. Yeah. Technically so, true. Watchful astromech. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. Mm. I'm looking through everything else as well. You, you know what? Commander Poe. Commander Poe meta. Let's go. Doubling down. Double <laughs> down. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. I think a lot of people are going to try Ferrosphere. It's not going to be spammed, but I think it's going to be placed in a targeted manner. All right, so hopefully you enjoyed the breakdown. We've we've talked a lot of points, a lot of cards over the last week. There's been a ton of changes. Now it's time to play. All right, so Wednesday we'll be streaming games. Saturday we have, of course, the Hoth Galactic Championship Qualifier. If you want to get registered, there are tickets left. I believe last time I looked there were 11 target lock sets left. So if you wanted the Hoth target locks, uh, they're going like hotcakes. So uh, jump, on, jump on that one. And, uh, yeah, we will see you this week. Um, man, I'm, I'm just excited to get some, some toys on the table. Like, I wasn't able to play last Wednesday, uh, and I haven't been able to play since the stuff has come out, and I'm, I'm itching. I'm itching. So let, let's play some X-Wing, and we'll see you guys Wednesday and this weekend. Thanks for watching, everybody. Stay smart. Stay safe. Gold Squadron out.